Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. To those guests who've just joined us, welcome. Our next stop is the Magic Kingdom. For those of you standing, please hold on to the handrails throughout our journey and stay clear of the door. Stay, 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 stay clear of the door. Ladies and gentlemen, we are approaching our station at the entrance to Main Street, USA. aboard the Monday Morning Monorail podcast. This is not Justin Monorail. It's uh, once again coming from the isolation station of love. It's me. It's Captain Poochie. It's Landon Doan hosting, sitting in the big chair once again. But I do come bearing gifts. Some special guests, if you will. Maybe even monorail people, if you will. So special monorail guest people, why don't you take this opportunity and introduce yourselves? Hey, Smith Monorail. Yay! Whoop, whoop. And Justin Monorail. But more importantly, Sam's here. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> it's me. What's up, How everybody? We're back. We're back again. We're good. We're happy to be here. How are you, Sam? I'm fine. I don't want to speak for I you. I had a COVID shot yesterday, and I'm fine. There you go. Yeah, yeah, everybody get your shot. It's pretty much open to everybody at this point. Yep. Yeah, we're getting there. Uh, Garrett's the last one in our house that still needs his first because they haven't actually... He's still under 16, and in Florida, you have to be 16 or over. Hopefully, that changes soon enough, but... Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, but we're good. We're, you know, we're getting there. We're about, uh, I think, based on the fact that now the the monorail grandparents are fully vaxxed, and then you, me, and McKenna, we are all half vaxxed, so we're, we're close to, like... We're going to say 65% vaxxed in this house. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Well, I'm not smart enough to check your math, so I'm just going to take your word out of <laughs> that you're 65% uh, vaxxed in the house. Uh, me, personally, not to humble brag, I am fully vaxxed. And by the time this episode drops, I will practically have my superpowers. So, you know, look out the world. Landon is still single and ready to mingle. <laughs> Ladies. <laughs> All right, that was that was weird and completely inappropriate on a family-friendly podcast talking about what's happening down at the House of the Mouse in Orlando, Florida, talking about Walt Disney World. Do have a, well, feels like one big news item to touch on this week. And then after that, we have been, po- thank you, Zoe, we have been polling you in the morning. In the Morning Monorail Facebook fam group, whatever it's called, Jay is much better at plugging that thing than I am. We have been asking y'all, what are your top 10 attractions at Walt Disney World? Not attractions that your kids can ride on or attractions you like because, you know, uh, little Jimmy has a fond memory of it. You as an adult. We will get to some of your answers after uh, this one piece of news, as well as my, Jay, and Sam's top 10, as well as a list that really inspired this that I got from all places, my work. Somebody um, polled 5,000 adults and broke it down state by state which attraction is the favorite of all 50 states and a quote-unquote definitive top 10 list. So we will get to that here in a bit. But first, uh, the times they are a-changing as we now have a fifth key in the Walt Disney World uh, handbook, whatever you want to call it. It's called Inclusion. And 
I guess the biggest thing to come out of it is the fact that the quote-unquote Disney look is being changed up. Yeah. Yeah, this is awesome. I'm so I mean, we first heard about the additional key back when the changes to Splash Mountain were announced. Mm-hmm. So they they started talking about at that time, and when I say they, I mean corporate Disney and and whoever's in charge of the the cultural axioms over there at the House of the Mouse, as you called it. They started talking about adding this new key called inclusion, which I feel like long overdue, but much appreciated as part of the Disney culture. Because, I mean, when you think of Disney, you think of a place that's supposed to be for everybody, no matter how old, no matter who, who where you came from, who you love, what you believe in, everybody is welcome at the House of the Mouse. And that should be true for cast members, too. So that was very cool. And now to see this change for the wardrobe, it was like... You know, it's it feels like a small step, but I can tell you, I you know, I I follow a lot of cast member Instagrams, Twitters, and different things like that, and through that, I have seen the cast member reaction already because this is already it's already changed, like it's it's full go. The change to the the dress code that are required for the cast members is is already implemented, and so now. We can talk about the details of it, but I, I guess what I'll say is it's hugely been appreciated by those cast members. They, they just feel so much more comfortable being able to express themselves the way that they want to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, Sam, any, any thoughts on this, or, or do you want to get into the, I guess, the uh, details of what this uh, change to the Disney look really entails? Well... Um, my only thought is, holy cow, um, it's 2021, and we're just now talking about <laughs> Disney and inclusion. <laughs> That's yeah, yeah, um, uh, it is a step that uh, feels like is long overdue. I'm just glad they're finally getting around to doing it. Yeah, no kidding. Go ahead, do the details. Okay, uh, this is according to the Disney Park blog. Uh, theme park employees will be allowed to dress in a manner that better expresses their culture and individuality. And this includes allowing gender-inclusive hairstyles, jewelry, nail styles, costume choices, and appropriate visible tattoos. Now, uh, the last one is big because as somebody who does have tattoos, and we'll probably be getting another one in the future, like, I know, like, Jay talked on following a lot of cast members on social. It's like, there are quite a few that had to either cover up their tattoos, whether it be like wearing uh, long sleeves to hide it on the arms, uh, put makeup on to cover it. So for them to be able to just kind of be able to breathe that sigh of relief and be like, oh, I don't have to go through this every day I work. I'm super excited for them. And uh, it, uh, let me let me pull up a quote from uh, the great, big, beautiful Josh DeMauro. Uh, he says, uh, we want our guests to see their own backgrounds and traditions reflected in the stories, experience, and products they encounter in the interactions with Disney. And we want our cast members and future cast members to feel a sense of belonging at work. There, That means cultivating an environment where all people feel welcomed and appreciated for their unique lifestyle experiences, perspective, and cultures, where we celebrate allyship and support each other and where diverse views and ideas are sought as a critical contribution towards our collective success. Uh, Really, really excited that the key of inclusion is being added as the fifth key. And uh, if you're not familiar with the other four keys, they are safety, courtesy, show, and efficiency. And and the key system is kind of what Disney's business is built on. Like, Like in everything they do, they want these now five keys to be involved in 
the thought process and the, I guess, customer experience on top of that. I love hearing that from Josh tomorrow. I mean, as we all know, we're big fans of Josh tomorrow here in the monorail household land. And I think you're included in that. Mm-hmm. Um, we got, we got a chance to actually meet him for a few minutes one day in animal kingdom. And he couldn't have been nicer. Yeah. Got a little selfie, a, a distance <laughs> selfie with him, of course, albeit, but I did get a distance selfie with him and he was just super nice and warm and welcoming. And, and I get that sort of impression from him from the from the kinds of things that we hear from him and listen i know i've been super critical of old chappy and uh dollar tree ceo (laughs) and (laughs) i've been giving him a lot of the crap for the changes i don't like in the parks so i think it's only fair that i fully give josh tomorrow all the credit so josh tomorrow (laughs) i want to say thank you for this i and I'll balance it out. I'll say, you know, of course, Chappie had to sign off on this, whether or not it was his idea. So thank you, Bobby Chaps. I will call you Bob Chapik in this case. Thank you for that. Because seriously, in this day and age, it, it makes no sense to, it, when, you're, when you're trying to build a, a good, diverse staff that is friendly and happy and treats guests they want to be treated... Why would we? Why would we force those cast members into either clothes they're uncomfortable in, or taking out their piercings, hiding their tattoos? How can they fully give the guests the magic if they don't feel like they are themselves and they're welcomed in their place of of work? So, you know, I I don't see any negative to this at all. It doesn't ruin any magic. In fact, it enhances magic. Um, and you know, I know that there are plenty of opinions out there where people are like, this is not what Walt wanted. He wanted a clean cut look. He wanted people who w- showed up and women wore skirts and men wore slacks and, and tucked in their shirt and all that sort of thing. And I just think, guys, the times they are a changing. They've been a changing. It's time that we all move forward. And why not move forward in, in love and inclusion? And that's what Disney's doing. Yeah, I mean... I can think of other places who dictate what kind of haircut you have and, you know, gender-specific haircuts and how you dress and stuff. Uh, North Korea. So I think it's about time. (laughs) Let's get with it, America and Disney. Amen. And (laughs) and like Jay said, it's 20, or rather Sam said, it's 2021. It's a change that was probably long overdue, but I am still glad it is being implemented because we talk, it's like, Part of the magic that we feel whenever we go to Magic Kingdom, Animal Kingdom, Hollywood Kingdom, as I called it in a text with Jay earlier this week, Epcot, just anywhere on the Disney property, the magic you feel, 90% of it comes from the cast members. So let the cast members be able to be themselves. Like, like I've seen some people, a Deborah or a Karen on a Facebook page, oh, these cast members are going to make it all about themselves and, you know, this ruins the magic. No, it's not. Shut up. And, and if it bothers you that much, don't go. Don't go. Like, it's that simple. <laughs> like, honestly, all these people, it's like, oh, I'm never going to Disney again because they're changing Splash Mountain. I, I, I honestly, sincerely hope you don't because <laughs> that is just more space for us. That is more park reservations that we can make because we're we're going to be enjoying it. Sorry, yeah. I didn't mean to go off on a no. little hard tangent there. No, you're, well, no, you're good. And typically those are the people that get recorded, you know, uh-huh. <laughs> in the mm-hmm. parks, like going off on someone. So we're fine with them not going. Yeah. And, and by the way, while we're talking about this, if you're a person who thinks you might yell at a cast member for any reason, don't go to the parks. Yeah. Mm. Please don't go to the parks. Uh-uh. If you're a person who thinks house. you might try to punch a cast member, don't go to the parks. Yeah. No. Just Mm-mm. stay home. Stay home. It's not for you. Or, there are other places for you. you. Yeah, 
like the Expo Gun Show. <laughs> <laughs> like maybe anger management. Well, something like that. I can just say from my corporate background, I, I've been lucky enough to work for some pretty good inclusive companies that really want to take care of their employees. And, and one of the things that's been kind of like put into my mind as a foundational principle of how you take care of people is when, when you make your employees happy, they will make the customers happy. Mm-hmm. And, and that's just like, that's a real basic principle and it works by the way. So if, if you from the top down are telling people you're accepted, be exactly who you are. You don't have to hide it. Those people are going to feel more like giving and welcoming and happy in their day-to-day job. They'll be happy to be there. They'll be happy to take care of people. And they know that their company has their back. Yep. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's a good thing. Um, my, If we have cast members who are listening and they're a little younger, my word of caution to you is if you're getting tattoos, be strategic about it. If you know the certain companies you want to work for are a little more conservative when you get up to the top. Um, there are other companies that will let people high up be who they want to be, but it just doesn't happen like that whenever you start getting into those yeah. upper management type positions. So keep that in mind, but be yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and piggybacking on uh, what Sam said there, like in addition to being strategic, uh, think about what you want to put on your body because, I mean, yeah, there is tattoo removals out there, but those are painful and expensive. Uh, but uh, to clarify on the new policy, it says appropriate visible tattoos. And what that means is that visible tattoos are allowed except for three areas the head the face and the neck and tattoos cannot be larger than the cast member's hand uh you, you know it, it can't be like a giant chest tattoo that's peeking out under the neck and like if you're worried about inappropriate tattoos like uh like on on the neck like for a good time call your mom or something <laughs> like that they're not My you don't got to worry about that yeah. you don't got to worry about it it, yeah. it it does have to you know i guess pass the disney test to begin with, but at the same time, it's like you're not going to see a bunch of stuff that will ruin the magic for you, Karen. It's like I saw one comment. It's like, oh, God, they're going to turn it into a hot topic. Well, first of all, somebody who worked at a hot topic, I take offense to that <laughs> because I work with some really great people, regardless of their piercings or their tattoos. And no, they're not turning it into a hot topic. Shut up, Chad. <laughs> <laughs> I would I would say, too, that um, unfortunately, some of these people who complain too much about cast members are part of the Diz Twitter community. I'm not going to call anybody out by name, but I know specifically there was one. It was more than a year ago who threw a little fit about seeing some cast members walking through, I think, Adventureland, and they were in the wrong costumes. And Mm -hmm. as a result of that, if I remember this correctly, and please correct me if I'm wrong, those people ended up getting fired because they did that, because they didn't want to go through the Utilidors, I guess, and they they weren't supposed to be out of their land in the wrong costume. I get it, they broke the rules, but come on, guys. We're supposed to be like lifting up and protecting cast members. And like as part of a creator community, it shocked me that somebody would throw a fit like that. And um, that person, that same person was like excited about this change in the policy. And I was like, I thought everything was ruining the magic for you, buddy. Look, here's the deal. I get it. We're Disney adults, okay? We're already weird, okay? Yeah, uh absolutely. people, People judge us. But why not, like, why can't we, why can't we, like, put our arms around each other instead of trying to, like, throw fits and cry about, like, losing the magic in the parks? That's all I'm saying. Can't we all just get along? I will cry about barges, though. 
Oh, we're we're aware, buddy. We, <laughs> we have we have you several hours of uh, ranting on. But Mark. that's because that was a decision made from on high. That's not like an individual cast member. And fun fact, I was at Epcot on Saturday, and some people were getting a, um, their pictures taken by a PhotoPass person in Japan, and they were facing the um, the Japan area. What's that building called? The big building in Japan. They were taking a picture um, there, and I said, hey, you're facing the wrong way. Um, and uh, the lady goes, no, we wanted a picture with this. I was like, but you're missing out on the barges. And the cast <laughs> member was like, yeah, it makes a real great picture. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So Cranky Pants McGee over there isn't the only one that uh, has this opinion. Exactly. It does look really bad in Japan. It's shocking. And and that that is a bummer because that was one of the most, like, Phototastic spots in all of Epcot, where where you were at Japan and staring across the lagoon and seeing Spaceship Earth, and now there's a Stargate out there and something. I, like I said on last week's episode, I do want to see it with my own eyes before I pass final judgment. But I think, spoiler alert, before it's all said and done, I'm gonna be in Camp Cranky Pants over uh-huh. there with, uh, with with Jay. We we, we give you a, you get you get the standard issue cargo shorts when you come over here. So. <laughs> I mean, with the photo passes pointing the other direction, and the most amazing picture was the other direction. You're talking, yeah, you're F-Cot talking about the ball behind you? through the Tory Gate. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. And oh, now so he's turned the other way, taking pictures of people. That's disappointing. That's a sign. That's a sign <laughs> something's wrong. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, that's a sign that even Disney's like, oh, maybe, maybe, maybe we shouldn't have done this. Oh, I don't and know. Zoe apparently agrees. So, Zoe does. Uh, of course she does. Another peak. Thank you, Zoe. Another piece of news that I want to touch on real quick, just an update of the Jungle Cruise, because as we know, they are updating it. That was actually part of the uh, diversity key, in addition to retheming of Splash Mountain, them changing some stuff in the uh, Jungle Cruise that uh, might have been a touch problematic. Uh, let's just say that. Uh, and and they are currently doing that, and the attraction is still open. I think it's super awesome. Uh, this week, it was noticed that the poll featuring people climbing, that has been removed, and there are now quote, lots of netting where mm. Trader Sam once stood. Mm-hmm. So uh, that that's some subtractions. I don't know if we've gotten any additions yet, but keep an eye out for that because I have a feeling uh, we will be seeing probably more of both additions and subtractions yeah. from the Jungle Cruise as this update does take place. Yeah, I, I feel stupid. I don't understand um, the poll with the people climbing. I'm not sure on that one either, but I can't really picture the whole thing. I'd have to look at a picture of it again. Yeah. But but I know that they're just, I think it's more along the lines of, in addition to taking out the problematic story pieces, they're also changing the, the story, story a little okay. bit. <laughs> so I think maybe that might be a victim of just storytelling changing. But okay. yeah, but um, yeah, I, I know people are also... Speaking of people being upset of things being removed, they were upset about Trader Sam, and I've got something else in Epcot we can talk about in a second. But um, yeah, that I again, people getting all up in arms about this is it, I, I don't really understand it because while I under while I get it, this ride was made a long, long time ago, and people people say the same thing. It's the same argument that you were getting about like why do we have to change Splash Mountain? It's themed after this movie that was made in a time a long time ago when things were different. But that doesn't that doesn't necessarily mean it's okay. Like yeah. it is something that people are experiencing now, and um, if, like I said at the time, if it's anything that makes anybody uncomfortable, that ha- reasonably uncomfortable. I mean, you could say that about like, oh, I'm uncomfortable seeing a tiger. Okay, but I mean, like, 
if it's something that makes people feel like there's some cultural insensitivity going on and that makes them feel marginalized or, or something, then why not change? It doesn't hurt anything. Like, why not change it? Um, and I'm sure that whatever comes is going to be great. They're pretty creative with this stuff. Yeah. And I, I do think we have a whole new small generation that wants to see their things that they love, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, seeing Princess and the Frog at Splash is going to be huge for little kids. By the way, that's a killer movie. I love it. So mm-hmm. why not, you know? Amen. And, yeah, Princess and the Frog, killer movie. Song and, of the South, <laughs> terrible movie. Yeah, so. the Song of the South, um, it's not good at all no, anyways. No. So let's move yeah, on. Uh-huh. Let's get rid of that piece of trash in history and move forward. So, Yeah, is a fan of things not sucking, Princess and the Frog does not suck. Song of the South really sucks. <laughs> yeah. yeah that, is, that is just not a good movie. And oh, by the way, there's some problematic themes in it too so i can't yeah, let's just give that the hevo man i can't wait I, it's gonna have a killer soundtrack whenever it oh gets refurbished oh. too the music like, on, like just, on splash mountain is gonna be so good when they redo it just wait just let wait let me tell you um just a little side note sorry not trying to play the role of the kids here <laughs> but where i get us off track but um <laughs> When we went, McKenna and I went to New Orleans, I think she was extremely disappointed it didn't look more like Princess and the Frog. <laughs> and she was really hoping somebody would come out of like an alleyway and be like, the cons, the cons. <laughs> <laughs> and it didn't happen. She was like, it's just dirty. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's New Orleans for you, honey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They got good food and drinks, though. Yeah. Or maybe she would see a prince from some unknown country over in like nondescript continent across the seas, like dancing and playing a little ukulele that might want to marry her or something. Something. She just was really hoping for something, Princess and the Frog, to happen. Yeah. Um, before we before we end this uh, news segment, Landon, can we just mention really quickly the thing that got removed in Morocco? Sure, go for it. Oh. Okay. <laughs> All right. So you actually broke this piece of news to me. So I don't know if uh, if everybody is aware of what uh, what was removed from Morocco. Yeah, that's a good point um, because a lot of people, uh, Jen and Frank, that don't like to spend a lot of time and like go deep into uh, Morocco. Although Jen did do her segue tour through Morocco, she may have zoomed right past this thing. Did not even know. Wait, uh, you can take segue tours. I don't know if they do them anymore. It was something they did before the park opened back in the day, and she and and uh, Mister Snydillo oh, did a okay. segue right. tour through World Showcase. That's awesome. Yeah, it would have been great. <laughs> Jealous of that, but but yes, they probably got to zoom past this particular piece of architecture on their segways. May not have even noticed it, but there, I'm sure that there are a lot of people who don't go all the way back in Morocco, and maybe you didn't know this was a thing. But there was, and I, I'll be honest, until maybe the last year, I didn't know it either because I just hadn't paid attention. But. Um, in the back of Morocco, near Marrakesh, but kind of around the corner, you could turn around and look back towards like the the front of the pavilion, and there was a piece of architecture that looked like a it looked like a thing. A dangus. It looked like it looked like a a thing. A guy. A dangus. <laughs> a guy. <thing>. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it, and it did. It did. I didn't care. Who cares? You know, it. I don't think it was intentional. Maybe it was. I don't know. But you know, they were giggling. Maybe. I would have giggled whenever <laughs> I did. <laughs> but how long will this last? <laughs> but it was one of those things where when I saw it, I was like, "Oh, <laughs> look at that! It kind of looks like a mm-hmm. And uh, you know, then it was like over with. I was done. <laughs> more and more frequently, 
Uh, people have decided it's really hilarious to go take selfies in front of it, or maybe even worse, do like raunchy, inappropriate poses in front of it, or things like that. And it was becoming more, of, more and more of like an unfortunate Instagram wall. And so last week, unannounced, Disney removed it. I mean, mm. that's disappointing because I was planning on doing an Instagram picture with it <laughs> when I went on Saturday, and it wasn't there. I'm disappointed to hear that. <laughs> because There's a lot of disappointment going yeah, around. We're, we're disappointed all around. Because <laughs> because the thing is, here, and like I said, I did not really even care that it existed. What I cared about was that people thought it was so hilarious to take inappropriate pictures it with it. It was so hilarious to take inappropriate pictures and, with it. And, uh, you know... <laughs> So I I actually said on the Facebook group, and I mean it, I'm so glad they took that away. I am almost willing to forgive one, almost willing to forgive one Epcot World Showcase barge. Wow. Almost. Wow. Yeah. You you have strong opinions on the uh, phallic looking uh, structure that was removed, Jay. That's that's what I'm picking up. (laughs) It was really hard for me to come to this conclusion. Uh, Oh, sorry. (laughs) I'm just disappointed because I was going to get that picture. Well, now if you want to get that picture, you're going to have to, I guess, Photoshop yourself over other people. Maybe I will. That's a good idea. (laughs) There you go. I'm full of great ideas. Make sure you find someone straddling it because that was the most hilarious of all. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Well, and I'll repeat what I said in in the Facebook post as well. I just want to let you know, whenever I'm in Epcot, there will be another phallic architecture on the premises. (laughs) Okay. And by that, I mean uh, I have a grossly overpriced thing that nobody wants anything to do with in my pants. Oh, no. Yeah, got me. Wait. Wow. Giggity, 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 goo. All right, so uh, speaking of the Facebook group, uh, by the way, go and join the fam. uh, Search for Morning Monorail Family on Facebook. Uh, Send us an invite, and somebody, probably Jay, will uh, give you an invite. A couple weeks ago, I was at my day job, and they all know that I'm a Diz nerd. Uh, So whenever there's anything Disney-related, we bring it up. And uh, and Phil kind of makes fun of me for it, but it was a top 10 list of attractions that you as an adult like not 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 rides that you like because, you know, little Jimmy can get on it or or, you know, they have a fun memory attached to it. You as an adult. And I'll be honest, the top 10 kind of surprised me. So I reached out to y'all in the fam uh, what your top 10 was. So we're going to go through uh, through some of those answers. And I also have the actual top 10 that inspired this, as well as the 50 states uh, of America, just FYI, (laughs) uh, what their favorite attractions are. So monorails, how do we want to handle this? Do we, uh, I feel like... uh, uh, do we want to do we want to go with some uh, community answers? Do we want to talk about uh, the uh, top ten itself? Uh, y'all's top ten, my top ten. What? How do we? How, how do we want to do this? I say we start with the answers from the Monorail fam. Okay, and then we can talk about ours, and we'll wrap up with what your list was, and just see how it matches up. I think, and then we can kind of editorialize on that. But I do want to say, when you said fifty states, I'm glad you cl- clarified United States because I was thinking, let's see, I can think of solid, liquid. <laughs> gas i don't think i can come up with 50 i actually have the gas state's uh, favorite attraction uh living with the land who well i mean you know uh vegetables uh produce <laughs> gas itself, so i guess that makes sense yeah um no I, I think we do it that way but um i i have a lot of questions about that survey so i'm excited to get to it but let us start 
with the monorail family responses. Okay, who wants to kick it off? Do we just want to go go in the order that they're posted? Yeah, we can do that. We can kind of take turns reading them. Can I start with Lee? Because I'll do my Obi-Wan Kenobi impression. Oh, God. No, no, you can't. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm not going to do that to Lee. But I will read Lee. This is Lee, our friend from over the pond, over in the UK. He says he expects this to change. He hasn't yet been into Batu. Okay, so you have to put that disclaimer. But his top ten. Starting top to bottom, number one, Flight of Passage, Kilimanjaro Safari, Spaceship Earth, Living with the Land, Voyage of the Little Mermaid, <laughs> yeah, Tower of Terror, Slinky Dog Dash, Expedition Everest, Star Tours, and Big Thunder Mountain. For me, that Voyage of the Little Mermaid sneaking in there at five was a, a surprise for him. Me too, yeah. And, and if I'm being completely honest, Slinky Dog too. I mean, Slink's good, but I feel like they're... Stronger attractions to pick, but you know yeah. this is Lee's list, not Lee's list. Yeah. Lee's list. All right, who's got who got Mister uh, Theme Park Rob? Hold on, Sam's looking so for the. I just uh, realized that we could do shows. <laughs> uh. Oh, you got to change yours. So, do you need a minute? Um. Well, let me do Rob, and okay. then I'll change. All right. <laughs> Wait, who said we can do shows? Isn't Voyage of the Little Mermaid? No. Show? That's oh, that's the that's the ride. Okay, never mind, I don't have to change this thing. Uh, <laughs> all right, so, uh, Rob, hey, Rob. He's like my TikTok buddy now. I send him stuff all the time. <laughs> Shout out to Theme Park Rob. That him guy and, rocks. Him and Jeffers. Um, so, Rob has number one, Haunted Mansion. Okay. Number two, what? What's P-O-T-C? Come on, you can figure it out. <laughs> Do the math. P-O-T-C, yeah, you know me. There's two ways to say the last word. Two pronunciations of Oh, Pirates of the Caribbean. (laughs) There it is. Sorry. Uh, (laughs) Carousel of Progress. Rise Mm. of the Resistance is number four. Coming in at number five is Smuggler's Run. (laughs) Six, Flight of Passage. Seven, Mickey's Runaway Railway. Mm -hmm. It's actually Mickey and Minnie. He doesn't. He excluded Minnie. Rob, come on now. Wow. It's 2021, Rob. (laughs) Throw shade at the ladies. Uh, (laughs) Number eight is Tower of Terror. Number nine, Ariel's Journey Under the Sea. Yeah, I think we're talking the same as... Yeah. yeah. That's... Okay. Okay, now I'm confused. (laughs) Number 10 is Spaceship Earth. Yeah. Uh, for Rob, man, I I think I have to say I'm surprised. I love Carousel, but number three overall. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's uh, that's strong. No, he did that on purpose. <laughs> oh, he's trolling us. Yeah. I mean, otherwise, I, I think his list is pretty strong. A- another appearance of I, now now I feel like we probably do need clarification. Are we talking about Under the Sea, Voyage of the Little Mermaid, uh, for Rob here? I think we were for Lee, but. I, I think we are. I think we are. Think People so just too. don't know because it's a confusing name mm-hmm. in Magic Kingdom. So I think we're talking about the same thing. I think so, too. We'll just assume we are. I mean, we're hosting the podcast, so we can say whatever yeah. we want to. It's true. Rob is actually referencing a ride at Bush Gardens. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Landon, take Jeff. All right, next up, we got Jeff's uh, top 10. I'm actually going to go 10 to 1, build a little bit of suspense. At number 10, Spaceship Earth. Number nine, Rock and Roller Coaster, which if I'm remembering correctly, this is our first representation of that roller coaster, so there we go. Mm-hmm. Number eight, and number seven, as a matter of fact, we got a little bit of Toy Story action. Number eight, we got Toy Story Mania, and then number seven, Slinky Dog Dash. Number six is going to be Test Track. 
Number five is space. I'm assuming that's the of the mountain variety. I think he just likes space. Mission space. <laughs> ooh, ooh. Or is it spaceship Earth? Or is it space 220, a restaurant that will never open? Exactly. Yeah. By the way, opening soon? Question mark. <laughs> <laughs> Leaving it open to interpretation, uh, Jeff. So uh, number four, expedition Everest. Number three, Thunder. I'm assuming that's Mountain. Number two, Splash Mountain. I'm assuming, again, he just said Splash. And number one, Tower of Terror. So uh, just based on his two and three answer, I'm going to assume that number five is Space Mountain. So Yeah, it sounds like he's got the mountains going. Yeah, he's got the, the triple He's a fan of the mountains, it appears. Which, I mean, that's that, those are some of the more popular attractions in all of Walt Disney World. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That leaves me with my good buddy, Michael. Again, Hakuna Matande over on the Instagram. Make sure you're following them, and uh, you know he's got some great content, and uh, he's a good he's a good guy. Big fan of Michael. So mm-hmm. I'll go top to or bottom to top with Michael. Let's do uh, number ten, Jungle Cruise. Yeah. Number nine, First the Rock and Roll. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And number nine, Rock and Roller Coaster. So that's the second mention. Number eight, Tower of Terror. Seven, Slinky Dog Dash. Number six. First time we're seeing Seven Dwarves Mine Train. He's going to wow. be the only one. Maybe. Number five, <laughs> Splash Mountain. Number four, The Haunted Mansion. Number three, Expedition Everest. Number two, Toy Story Mania coming in at wow. two. Wow. And number one, Space Mountain. I love that space is number one for him because I love Space Mountain and uh, I love that pick. Toy Story Mania number two is a surprise for me. Yeah, and and, and especially when he starts his post with classics for me, number two, <laughs> Toy Story Mania. <laughs> hey, depending on your age, that could be a classic. That is true. Fair point, Jay. Not uh, not everybody is old, jaded uh, SOBs like you and I. <laughs> That's true. We are a little older than him. So. Yeah. I'm not by much, like a year. <laughs> Jeez. Whatever you got to tell yourself, Sam. Let's not read into it too much. Uh, he is also missing pirates, so mm-hmm. just wanted to let him know that's a classic. <laughs> um, Your small- personal top ten is not up to submit hey, the monitor. Hey, Michael, party. we're Small World. Hey, that's a classic, my bu- my buddy, my bro. <laughs> Peter mm-hmm. Pan. All right. Okay, moving on. Um, next is Justin. No, you skipped me. <laughs> You get James from James and Casey. You're next on the list. Okay. All right. Hey, James, what's up? Um, uh, <laughs> what is wrong with me? <laughs> uh, rock and Roller Coaster is number one for him. <laughs> okay. Um, Splash Mountain, number two. Number three is a Thunder Mountain. Mm-hmm. Number four, Tower of Terror, solid. Um, but it should be higher. Number five, Everest. Number six, Safari. That's the first Safari. Yeah. Is it? Represent. Wow. Isn't it? Can't believe I... we've made it that far without one. That's, uh... Yeah. No, we, uh, Lee said Safari at number two. Okay, okay. Makes sense at uh, number two. Yeah. Um, All right. I'm, I'm going to let the editor know, editor, edit that part out and make us sound smart. Okay, please mm-hmm. continue. <laughs> Wait a uh, minute. I'm editing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number seven, I think I'm on, is Test Track. Eight, Sneaky Dog. Nine flight of passage. Fop. And ten runaway railway. Yeah. Wow. With me. Solid list. I'll be honest. I'm. I'm a. Maybe I'm just in the wrong here. Like there's a, there's a lot of representation for Slinky here. I like Slinky a lot. I, I it did not end up in my top ten, but I for me it would have been just on the outside looking in. I really do like Slinky. I so. mean the theming's awesome, but the ride itself is kind. Of, yeah. Though that wheezy uh, animatronic at the end that's that's really strong. I think if you. There's, it's got a lot of things going for it. Ride it at night. 
It's got all the lights underneath the track that kind of zoom around. You've got the the Wheezy, like you said, is an awesome ana- animatronic. The views into Galaxy's Edge when you're at the peak of the one, you know, it's it's uh, it's and two launches. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. But anyways, all right, Landon, you've got Davlin. All right, Davlin, uh, ten to one at number ten. We have Small World, which is, is that our first yep. representation? Yep. All right, so all right, uh, Small. I almost said small board. Small world is on the scoreboard. Uh, number nine, Spaceship Earth. Number eight, Peter Pan. Another first yep. for our rundown. Let me some Peter Pan. Number seven, Flight of Passage. Fop. Yeah. Um, uh, all right. Uh, number six is Splash Mountain. Number five, The Haunted Mansion. Number four, Carousel of Progress. Oh, what was that? <laughs> no, weird. It's a mouse on a motor scooter or something <laughs> like that. At number four, all right. Uh, number three, Space Mountain. Number two, I think our first representation for this, Soren. Yeah. And then at number one, the dadgum people. Yeah, mover. the people's yes, champion. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. It's a pretty solid ride. I, we've got, I think we have to make a, a people mover shirt that says the people's champion. I yeah, think I like we it. I think we have to put that on our T Public store, but Do yeah, it. I love that that's number one. Sword number two, Davlin. Come on, come on now. I mean, it's a pretty strong list. I gotta give it to Davlin. Other than Carousel of Progress. Okay, yes. Other than our number four entry, but I mean, <laughs> nobody's perfect except for me <laughs> and Sam. Yeah, and to a lesser extent, Jay. <laughs> Soren, for again, for me, I love Soren. If I'm middle middle, if I'm not middle middle. <laughs> You put me to the left or to the right, especially if I'm on the bottom. Screw it. I wasted my time. I didn't even need to ride it that day. Honestly, it's, nope. th- it's that bad. No, I'm not going to lie. Uh, this week, the Soren soundtrack has been playing in my head. So It's yeah. a strong soundtrack. If you mm-hmm. enjoy soundtracks and smells, then maybe you'll enjoy it even if the Eiffel mm-hmm. Tower is curved like a <laughs> half-crescent moon. Yeah, it yep. is pretty mm-hmm. bad. Those smells are strong, too. Yeah. All right. To uh, Sabra. Is it me? It's yes, me. It's yes, yes, it's you. Number 10, the people mover. And uh, I, I agree with it. It should be anywhere on the list. Number nine, living with the land. Is that our first living with the land? I believe so, yeah. That's a surprise because that's a good one, too. That's the people's runner-up. <laughs> number, <laughs> number eight. Number eight is dinosaur. Hey, I think that's the first, too. That's that's a first as well. Yeah, Sabra's with the first. Okay. Nice. Seven is Kilimanjaro Safari. Six is Spaceship Earth. Five, Haunted Mansion Four, Pirates of the Caribbean. I said it wrong. Three, Thunder Mountain. Two, The Rockin' Roller Coaster. And number one, Slinky Dog. Number one overall. Wow. Yeah. Slink number one. That's pretty high. It is, yeah. Okay. Now, Sam, you get Steffers. What's up, Steffers? Don't call her Stephanie. No, no, do not call her Stephanie. Uh, Steffers is her kayfabe name. (laughs) Stephanie is her shoot name. I'm just going to keep doing what I do. Number one, <laughs> Space Mountain. Yeah. Woo. All right. Number two, Big Thunder Mountain. Number Hang three. on to your hats and glasses. <laughs> <laughs> Number three is Test Track. Okay. Number four, Haunted Mansion. Number five, uh, it's a first. Yeah. Journey into Imagination with Figment. Wow. Wow. Number six is Rise of the Resistance. Under figment? Come on, Steppers. Oh, yeah. Steppers. Yeah. Steppers. Yeah. She likes that skunk smell. She loves farts. Um. <laughs> like, 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 figment's my dude, but Steppers, come on. It's Steppers. true. I mean, she does love farts. She's a big Universal fan. So. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> and she likes CT, who also looks like a pile of doo doo. Um, 
Number seven, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Number eight, Rock and Roller Coaster. Nine, People Mover. And 10, Kilimanjaro Safari. I like it. And she did put a note. Please note my list is subject to change. Of course, all of this is. This is <laughs> yeah, just yeah. Uh, yeah. in the moment. I, but I, I like the I like the mashup of Mickey and Minnie's Rock and Roller Coaster. Yeah, I read that too. It's like, why did she only listen? Oh, wait, wait. Those are two different rides. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Though I would totally ride Mickey and Minnie's Rock and Roller Coaster. Yes. That would be incredible. (laughs) All right. Okay, next up, uh, we got Jeff. uh, 10 to 1. 10 Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger Spin. I believe that's the first time we've seen this uh, represented in our list. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Number 9, Big Thunder Mountain. Number 8, Star Tours. Kind of surprised we haven't seen Star Tours more as as we go through these lists. But uh, Mm -hmm. number 7 is going to be Space Mm -hmm. Mountain. Number 6, Slinky Dog. Number five, Expedition Everest. Number four, Flight of Passage. Tower of Terror is going to be number three, Soarin' at two. And kind of a surprise just for me because the previous nine entries, very adventure and action-based. But number one is going to be the People Mover. You can't, you just cannot deny the appeal of the People Mover. You can't. I agree. I mean, it appeals to everybody. It doesn't matter if you're a thrill seeker. It doesn't matter if you're a child. It doesn't matter if you're old. It doesn't matter if you're young. It doesn't matter if you're Steffers. Yeah. You will love the people mover. <laughs> Who is also slash or part child, part adult. <laughs> well, we all, aren't we all? <laughs> yes. Really? I am. So, yeah. All right. Very good, Jeff. I like the list, and I mm-hmm. like that people mover's number one. We got Bob coming up next. This is, hey, first of all, I, and I know... I, I'm not going to get specific, but I just want to say, and you know what I'm talking about, Skipper Bob. Congratulations, my man. Yeah, buddy. Yes. Real happy yeah. for you. Um, all and right. We also accept uh, donated tickets. <laughs> if you get. <laughs> Don't get too specific. Uh, but Skipper, I didn't. I know. All right, Skipper Bob. Really, really excited for what the future holds for you, and let's see what your top ten list holds for us. Number ten. The AK Safari. <laughs> that sounds dangerous. It really does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Number nine, Expedition Everest. Number eight, Star Tours. Number seven, Spaceship Earth. Number six, Rise. I was going to call it Rock and Roller Coaster. Rise of the Resistance. Number five, Test Track. Four, Haunted Mansion. Three, Big Thunder. Two, Pirates. And number one, again, The People Mover. Wow. Wow. Our people. Our people. The People Mover is moving people. Is what's happening. It clearly is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that means you get Keenan. Yeah. You have to decide which list to read of Keenan's because he, he submitted <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kenan, about Keenan Keenan had some issues getting his top ten. Some of it was was a nine part list. Some of it include emojis, which <laughs> which sorry, the emoji movie ride has yet to open Keenan, but but that, I hear good things about it. Yeah. So it'll certainly be at Universal when it opens. <laughs> he does say it's in no particular order, but let me no, just No no no. He's got one with a Ranking. Oh. Yeah, after after I chastise says final him. answer. Oh, okay. I was about to start ranking it by <laughs> my order. Your opinion. Um, <laughs> but fine, which is how he starts his actual no, no. ranking. There's another one. Shut I up. I told you there's multiple. Then it says final answer. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know for now. By the way, Keenan from Part of Our World Podcast. Uh, yeah, he's, him and his wife are awesome. Okay. Um, I'm still going one to ten. Um. One, Haunted Mansion. That's a, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is. Two, Rise. Three, FOP. I'm just kidding. Flop. Flight, of, Flight of Passage. That's my favorite song. Four, <laughs> Soarin'. 
5 Splash, 6 Tower of Terror, 7 Pirates with an emoji, and then there's Everest there all of a sudden as well. That doesn't work. <laughs> I think your phone's doing funny stuff with it because it's it's 8. <laughs> yeah. Because it's 8 with it the parentheses. It's a smiley with sunglasses, yeah. Oh my god. Emojis are ruining our language. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's funny. Um, and then number nine, people mover. And ten, land. land. I think he means landing. <laughs> Yay, I'm his tenth favorite attraction. <laughs> In your face, everybody else. <laughs> and we, by the way, that wasn't our last one because we did get a response from Rachel, the other half Ooh, of part of our yeah. podcast. And, and Landon, that one's wire. yours. Yeah. All right. 10 to 1, Rachel's top 10 is number 10, Slinky Dog. <laughs> number 9, the AK Safari. <laughs> I just, I just, like, <laughs> <"Pat, pat." laughs> number 8, Jungle Cruise. Number 7, Living with the Land. Dun. Number 6, <laughs> Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Number 5, Rise of the Resistance. Number 4, Tower of Terror. Number 3, Soren. Number 2, Flight of Passage. And number 1, it's going to be Splash Mountain wow. for Rachel. Strongly, so she, she says no order, but then she ranked them. Yeah. What but does that I mean? I appreciate that. I appreciate that. What does that mean? It's an order. Order in the court. This is an order. I'll have a cheeseburger. Ooh. Uh, I could go for it. <laughs> that, that's actually a, a, a reference to an old... Uh, Oh, what, uh, what was his name? The, the guy that did the um, the streak. He sang the streak, and he's like, it's me again, oh, Ray Stevens. Ray Stevens, Ray Stevens. Yep. yeah. yeah. That That's guy. a Ray Stevens reference. Okay. The squirrel in the church. <laughs> <laughs> the day the squirrel went berserk. Yeah. Uh, a shout out to all of our Ray Stevens fans. <laughs> it's me again, Margaret. <laughs> oh, God. My dad loved that thing. <laughs> Are you naked? Okay. <laughs> Don't look, Ethel. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, good times. We truly are from East Tennessee. Yeah, no kidding. Hey, here's something funny. I was walking with my new walking buddy in my neighborhood. and Joaquin um, Phoenix? Yes. And she <laughs> says to me um, that the only ride they liked in Epcot was the Tash... Or test, God. Who? Test Crash Dummies. The Test Crash Dummies. And I said, oh, Test Track. And she goes, no, no, no. The Test Track Dummies. <laughs> and corrected me. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh no, honey, it's uh, Test Track. I oh, love honey. Disney. <laughs> I Sam, I don't think you can be walking friends with her anymore. <laughs> That's when you pull out your wallet and say, do you see this says Samantha Monorail? I think <laughs> I think I know I'm right. <laughs> Disney is life, don't you understand? Yeah. Sweetheart. No. <laughs> oh, sweetie. Oh, Bless sweetie. Your heart, let me tell yep. you. Once again, we're from East Tennessee. From yeah. about Ray Stevens. <laughs> yep. Anyways. Want to hear me bark like Ran Tan Tan? Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. I haven't even referenced my favorite uh, one, which was the uh, Surfing USSR. Oh, God. That's my wow. favorite Ray Stevens song. Now here we are. Surfing, surfing USSR. Surfing USSR. Surfing. <laughs> well, Malibu, USA. <laughs> With all the movie stars. Okay. I'm getting kind of tan, getting good on guitar. <laughs> all right. <laughs> it's time to share our list. Yes, yes. Uh, we will give our top 10 list, then we will give the top 10 list that inspired this. And uh, I'm going to let Jay and Sam throw random states at me, and I will tell you, according to this survey, what each state's favorite attraction is. Once okay. again, of America. Nice. Right now? Yep, do it. 
Do okay. your list. Uh, my list? Your list. <clears throat> I'm still going one to ten. No suspense here. Um, Tower of Terror. Duh. <laughs> yeah. I even further ruined the suspense. Number one, Tower of Terror. Number two, Haunted Mansion. Mm-hmm. Number three, Kilimanjaro Safari. Ooh. Ooh, so you went spooky with number one, spooky with number two, and number three, kill a man, Jaro? Yes. That's spooky. <laughs> I know. <laughs> God. It's crazy. Uh, uh, number four. Murder. Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Rollaway. Almost. MMRR <laughs> murder. <laughs> number five is Rise. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, number six, Flight of Passage. Number seven is Rock and Roller Coaster. Number eight, People Mover. Mm-hmm. Number nine, Living with the Land. Whoa. Number 10, Everest. Wow. Okay. Strong list. I can't believe you've got Living with the Land, first of all, in your top 10 at all, because I would think that you would think it's boring. I don't, actually. I love looking at all those fruits and veggies, and I wish that I could pick some. I actually think if they want to make some good money, let me go in there and pick some for you know myself. So I'll pay for it. But the fact well, that I'm, if they let people do that, they would make money. Yeah. Lots of money. I agree. I'd be like, this zucchini is from Disney World. Zucchini. And now we're going to eat it with garlic and caramelized onions <laughs> under a broiler. <laughs> yeah, it'd be mm-hmm. awesome. Come on. Well, I just thought it was also surprising you had it above Everest. Yeah. Yeah. Everest is a little nauseating, but I have fun on it. Hmm. All right. Fair enough. It's a good, it's a good type of nauseating. Mm. I, I think for mine, I am going to go, I'll go one to 10 too, because maybe the bottom of my list is more surprising than the top. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to go my number one haunted mansion and yeah, it's been my favorite. It will always be my favorite. And even though I think my number two rise of the resistance is incredible. I just, I, I, I just don't think that there's anything that will ever supplant the haunted mansion for that number one spot. So yes. My number two is Rise. My number three, Tower of Terror. My number four is Expedition Everest. Disco Yeti represent. Number five, Space Mountain. Number seven, Pirates of the... How do you what say this? Caribbean. I said p- number six. Did I say number seven? Five. Yeah, you did say number seven. Well, I meant number six. <laughs> Pirates of the Caribbeaner. Carabino. That's how you pronounce it. Caribbean. Uh, Number seven, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Number eight, the Tomorrowland Transit Authority Wedway People Mover. (laughs) Because I'm a nerd. Wow. The full name. You put some respect on that. Absolutely. Number nine, Living with the Land. And number 10, hashtag Real Men Love Frozen. Frozen Ever After. Wow. Wow. Okay. All right. I guess. Yep. I love it. I really do. I really think... It's probably right now, I mean, I love Spaceship Earth. I love it. But I think right now Frozen Ever After is my favorite ride in Epcot. Is it because it has all the bops? It does have all the bops. Mm-hmm. For the first time in forever. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. And let it go. And what's the one that where Olaf sings about becoming a puddle? Oh, yeah, that's a good. In Summer. Yeah. In Summer! Yeah. Wow, it's like Josh Gad was here. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Uh, But yes, I love Frozen Ever After, and I get disappointed I don't get to ride it more often, but that ride is some, or the line is, it intimidates me, scares me off sometimes. Yeah, I don't think the line is as long as we think it is, even though it's all the way in China. 
Mm-hmm, that line's yeah. so long, it goes all the way to China. <laughs> I did see friend of the show, Angela, was in uh, Epcot this week, and uh, she posted a uh, wait time, 30 minutes posted, actual wait time, 34 minutes. So, you yeah. Know. I do think I do think the line when it literally does go to China makes it feel a little bit more intimidating than it actually is. Yeah, I can tell you for sure because my experience is the same. When Garrett and I were there last time, we got in line actually in like in the China Pavilion, so it wasn't even just in front of China. It was like into the China Pavilion, and it only took thirty minutes. Yeah, I I rode it on Saturday, and it said thirty minute wait, and that was pretty accurate. Yeah, so don't be scared. The line looks long, but it's not that bad. And they're loading okay. more people on the boats because they put up those barriers that make it a little harder to see, but you still have a good time. And they put seven adults in two rows. Wow. Yeah, it we were like squished. <laughs> we were like, okay, well. Like, we're going to become close friends. <laughs> now, before I get to my top 10, do y'all have any also receiving votes? I know that we're not giving the people that posted in the Facebook this option, but but since we're doing it on, on the pod, do y'all have any that... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think I think I would say that for me, like Big Thunder Mountain is one that's always going to be like right around the top. I really I'm reminded every time I ride it how fun it is. And and I don't necessarily always think of it as my number one favorite or anything. But then after I ride it, I'm like, that is a solid, fun attraction. Wait, so what's the question, though? I've, I've Just that, that didn't make your top 10, but would be like right around there. Okay, I gotcha. Um no. <laughs> okay. All right. Fantastic. <laughs> and and I and I'll tell you too. I would I would put Slinky Dog in that conversation because I I enjoy it that much. You know I I like the mountains and I don't have any of them in my top ten. But that's because Splash I don't want to get wet. Big Thunder mm-hmm. jerks you around a lot. And Space Mountain gives me whiplash. Mm-hmm. So same. I will ride them, but and I I will do it like once in a day, but. That's about it. It does. It's it's a rough ride for me. Yeah. Yeah. You and me are very similar when it comes to Space Mountain. Love the ride, but after I get off, it's like my everything hurts. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm too and, old for that. <laughs> and and I would say finally, Kilimanjaro Safari. It's it's hard for me to not include it in the top ten, but there's got to be some that are outside the top. So I'd put Slinky, Big Thunder, and Kilimanjaro. They're all in the conversation. They just didn't quite make it. Yeah. I'm even slinky. I mean, I have fun riding it. It's cute, but mm-hmm. it just doesn't do it for me to even come close to the top 10. Mm-hmm. Like the next one that I was going to pick is Dinosaur, which also slings me around too much. Um, man, I'm an old lady. <laughs> <laughs> you really are. <laughs> Time remains undefeated. So. <laughs> all right, Landon. It's all you, buddy. Okay. I will give my also receiving votes uh, up front. Living with the land. Soren and the three caballeros with the caveat, the three caveats, <laughs> the actual caballeros are there and not dadgum cardboard cut. <laughs> three yeah. caveats. <laughs> yeah, I like that one. All right, That's number good. 10. I'm going people mover. Number nine, the Kilimanjaro Safari. <laughs> number eight, Spaceship Earth. Mm-hmm. Number seven, Tower of Terror. Number six, and this is the closest I'm getting to any of the mountains, Expedition Everest with my guy, Disco Yate. Number five, Pirates. I'm just going to leave it at that because I'm not going to try and pronounce it because inevitably it will be the wrong pronunciation. Number four, Flight of Passage. Number three, Jungle Cruise. Number two, The Haunted Mansion. And number one, Rise of the Resistance. Boom. There you go. 
Yeah. That's yeah. pretty good. Hard to list. argue with it. Yeah. I mean, I feel like you could take my top ten and shuffle it around, and I still wouldn't be mad about it. Yeah, I, I, absolutely. And uh, somebody made this comment in the Facebook group. Let me quickly scroll and see if I can give this person credit. Uh, Okay, I can't find it, but they they said regardless of the list, there's no way you can have a bad day with with the attractions we just posted. Yeah. I mean, like like a you're in the park, so already you're you're off to a good start. And then b if you get to ride half of these attractions, you're having a dadgum good time. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. It, yeah, any of these lists would be a, a good day. Of course, they'd be difficult because they span four different parks. But uh, I mean, yes. but yeah, if you could somehow pull off any of these lists in one day, then yeah, you you would be a happy camper and you felt like you had a good day. I think. A good day for me at Disney, though, is even just getting to walk around, eat some food, have a drink, um, and just like relax a little and maybe ride one or two rides. So I'm not, um, I'm not a big like I have to ride all the rides kind of person. Mm -hmm. I get that, and, and I, like what you described, it's like that's probably going to be very similar to one of my days in Epcot when I'm down uh, in in May. It's just walk around the world, take it all in, eat and drink, and, oh, okay, cool, I'm here, let's let's go ride uh, Living with the Lander, let's get on Spaceship Earth or something like that. Right. Yeah, I, I, I hear that. I mean, and that's the thing people need to realize. You got to do Disney differently sometimes. You can still have an amazing day. Don't wear yourself out. Yeah, mm -hmm. well, yep. with, especially if you have the littles. Yeah. Those little things, they cry a lot, and so you got to make sure they don't cry too much. Yep. Mm -hmm. And drink water too, or leave Water's them important. leave them in the room and just go have yeah. a good day. Yeah, there you go. But uh, <laughs> let Uncle TV babysit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, like I said, this was inspired by a list that I got from work. Uh, so I will go ahead and break down that list once again. Uh, someone polled over five thousand adults from all fifty states and asked them to name the best ride at Disney World, and this includes all four parks. So uh, they asked, "What is the best ride?" According to grownups, here's what people said. I'm going to go. 10 to 1, there's going to be some answers that are going to blow your mind. Like when we were doing this on the air, like I flat out said at one point, this list is wrong. Like, 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 <laughs> okay. like these adults chose poorly. So wait. number 10, Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger Spin. Wrong. As the 10th best. Come on. <laughs> Already wrong. Number nine, Carousel of Progress. No. That's fine. I agree with it. No. Jay's like, yeah, sure, whatever. Sam's like, no. It's just so Colder environment. Come on. When I say cold, <laughs> I mean it's after last week's episode where I heel turned, I gotta, I gotta agree with Sam. It's a class. It's, yeah. it's fine. It's, it's fine. It's fine. A uh, number eight Avatar Flight of Passage. Yeah. <sighs> number seven. This one I think was the one where I said this list is wrong. Dumbo the Flying Elephant. No. Come on. So people didn't understand the question then. I, apparently not. Because, because if you, I understand if you're a parent with kids, that might be on the list. But but if you're not, how could that be in your top ten? Out of five thousand people? I know. God bless. Okay. Over five thousand people, as it's a matter fun. of fact. Listen, it's fun to look at, but that's it. Well, it sounds like it's gonna be like this big deal. I remember whenever the first time I went with McKenna, I was like, We have to ride Dumbo. It's like the signature. You kind of ride. do. It's it's like a it is a rite of passage. You have to do it's not a flight of passage, but it's a rite of passage. <laughs> But it's not that great. You just fly in a circle okay. for a moment. Okay. I just think and it's dumb. The seventh best attraction in all of Walt Disney World. No. Mm. All right. Number six. It's a small world. No. See that I get, I, because I feel like people answering this question are probably nostalgic people. Uh, mm -hmm. So th that one almost, I get that. 
I guess it's got all those dolls, though. <laughs> I mean, I kind of, I kind of lump it in with Carousel of Progress. It's like, it's like vintage Disney, and mm-hmm. that's that's why you like it. You're nostalgic for it. It's like it's the sixth best attraction in all of Walt Disney World. Flat out disagree. Yeah. It, by the way, is this specifically for Walt Disney World, not Disneyland? This is specifically for Orlando, Florida, Disney World. Okay, so see, that makes even less sense because the one in Disneyland is better. So, I'd like to ride the one in Disneyland. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, me too. But, you know, it's, it, it's only open to California residents right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number five. With 5% of people overall said number five is Splash Mountain. Yeah, okay. Fine. Also coming in at number five, I don't know how they figured out a tiebreaker here. Maybe it was by alphabetical order. It's going to be Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That one. Th- that one deserves oh. it. Sorry, just yeah, yeah. No, no. Uh, number three with six percent of the vote, Pirates of the Caribbean slash Caribbean. Mm-hmm. Got it. Yep. Number two, twelve states picked this, and with ten percent of the vote, and this was actually the number one answer uh, with the fair sex, the ladies. The Haunted Mansion. Hey, they got that one right. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then at number one, 13 states said that this was their favorite attraction with 11% overall. Remember, Haunted Mansion got 10. This attraction got 11. So this was a very close choice at number one, Space Mountain. Wow. I guess. I mean, I I guess. Yeah. (laughs) I could tell you why the ladies are choosing Haunted Mansion. (laughs) Because they're necking, right? Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Make no, out central. <laughs> because it's about a lady who's just done with dudes all together. I don't think that's it. And she's... at the end, she's like, you know what? I'm done with you. And then she moves on to the next. And then she's like, I'm done with you too now. You know, and moves on to the next. Mm. I think there might be a slight, a little bit of projection. Also, that's Jay, interesting. Uh, maybe sleep with one eye open. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like you're reading that differently than maybe what others might. What? How else do you? She's a black widow for sure, but it's not like I'm like these men were doing me wrong. It's like I'm going to marry these men and kill them. Do you know her backstory of those men? Do you know those men specifically? I think I think you're putting the story on yourself, and (laughs) I feel nervous. It's a joke. Jay. Has she made any changes to the will in the last little bit? If so, I mean, we did have a meeting with a lawyer last week. Well, that's never good. I mean, she's just taking control of her own life. Can I ask? <laughs> I need to ask this question. Who ran this poll? That is something I wish I could tell you because the story we got, it literally says someone polled over <laughs> okay. 5,000 adults. So it could be oh literally God. anybody. We uh, we got this story from a service we called The Complete Sheet where it kind of cultivates uh, stories overnight and what's going on in pop culture okay. and this Came up. Showed up one day. Okay. So. so that would be interesting to know. It would also be interesting to find out how they selected their population. Because how how is it that I wasn't asked these questions? Yeah, I wasn't either. I mean, you know, I feel like, if anything, they should be sampling some of the, the Diz Twitter or social media's community. And they obviously didn't do that. Because if they had, the people mover would have been on the list. Um, and uh, I guarantee you Dumbo wouldn't be anywhere. It's like People Mover isn't on here. Rise of the Resistance isn't on here. But Dumbo the Flying Elephant is. Yeah, maybe this was done in like uh, 1994. Well, and see, at first I thought, oh, clearly this has to be just uh, attractions in the Magic Kingdom. But no, I mean, like, there's there's stuff from all over the park. Well, except for, I guess, 
Epcot. Epcot got no love in this list. So. Wow. Yeah. Flight of Passage and... Now that I'm looking at it, Hollywood Studio didn't get any love either. And that's the, on, unbelievable. the only attraction outside of the Magic Kingdom is Flight of Passage at number eight. Wow. Yeah, that's that is shocking. I, it, you know what? <clears throat> I think what it is, it's not that the poll is old. It's that they took this poll and I would say a majority of the people who responded are people who don't go very often. Mm-hmm. That has to be what it is. Maybe. And I mean, looking looking at the breakdown of each state, I do think there is some uh, validity to what you're saying, Jay. It's people that have maybe been once or twice, but it's been like decades yeah. since they've been down there. So they so they don't know that they're missing out on Rise of the Resistance or stuff like that. I was going to say, you did say Rise showed up on like some of the individual states, right? Yes, uh, Rise did show up. Let me see if I can find one. It was it actually showed up in only one Hawaii. What? Hawaii wow. picked Rise of the Resistance as their favorite attraction. Wow. Way to go, Rainbow Warriors. I know. They did it, and they were the only one. That's amazing. Yeah, so y'all throw out some states, and I will tell you what that state's favorite attraction was at Walt Disney World. Well, I think I need to know New York. New York. Let's see. And I'm going to blame Frank and Jen for this list. Well, um, Frank might have been in on this because it is an older ride. Uh, Space Mountain, the num- overall number one. Once again, that was the favorite attraction for 13 states, and New York was one of them. Oh, okay. So you just know you know the number ones for the states, but you don't have like their top tens, right? No, no, just just the just number no- one overall okay. attraction for each state. Okay. Ah, well, Space Mountain, it's that's not a bad answer, but yeah. No, it's not. It's a nostalgic answer. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it is classic. Yeah. I, f- I feel like we have to know what Florida's is. Let's see. That is a good question. Here. Florida, once again, Space Mountain, one of the 13 that picks Space Mountain. Okay. Wow. Interesting. How about Tennessee? Tennessee. Tennessee. Once again, Space Mountain. What? Stop picking Space Mountain states. <laughs> no, I'm, this is a challenge. I wonder if I can pick all the Space Mountain states. Oh, um, that would be fun. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Now I feel pressure. Um, New Jersey. <laughs> Put it on yourself. New buddy. Jersey. New Jersey. New Jersey. You're four for four. Space Mountain okay. once again. Okay. Uh, California. California. Ooh, sorry. Oh. The streak has been broken. They're going Haunted Mansion. Okay. Oh, All right, Strong, which, by the way, there is some changes coming to the uh, Disneyland version of Haunted Mansion that we'll be able to see what the changes were when they reopen here soon. So yeah. good for you. Dang. I bet it's mostly East Coast then for Space Mountain because Space Mountain, it came to um, it came here first, right? It came to Orlando first. I'm trying to remember. believe so, so, yeah. Go up the coast then. Yeah, so. North uh, Carolina. We're going to the great state of North Kakalaki, and their number one attraction is Haunted Mansion. Wow. You've gone cold, Jay. Yeah. What about Texas? Texas, where everything is bigger, Haunted Mansion. So we're now on a Haunted Mansion streak. We're on a Haunted Mansion run, which, I mean, once again, this was the second most popular attraction when it comes to the states coming in with 12, just behind 13 and Space Mountain. Wow. Okay. Let's go crazy. What's Oregon? Oregon. Let's see. An Oregon. Covered wagons. Haunted Mansion. We continue the haunted run. Look at me. Pretty good. Pretty good. All Strong. Right. Uh, what about uh, what about Virginia? Virginia. It's a small world. Whoa. Yeah. Kind of a surprise there. That's gross. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
I'm trying to think of like um, we've got a lot. Uh, you know, I think we've covered a lot of this. Oh, Ohio. We need to know Ohio. Ohio is small world again. So we're oh now on gosh. a small world kick. That's weird. We're doing them in groups. These. This is. You said it's all just. It's the 50 states. So I was gonna yes. say it'd be nice. To Sorry, know, Puerto Rico and DC. Yeah, because it'd be nice to know DC. So we could get uh, Dr. Jacqueline involved. By the way, I was remiss last week when we mentioned Dr. Jacqueline's comment. Um, she, if I said Pixie Dust PhD, but I did not recommend you go follow her YouTube. So please, please go subscribe to Pixie Dust PhD. She has lots of great advice on DVC and her experience buying it and lots of tips and tricks. It's very good. Check it out. Yeah. I don't know why I, I didn't. I, I gave everybody plugs except for Dr. Jacqueline. Yeah, why do you hate Dr. Jacqueline? I don't Jacqueline, know, I don't oh, know what happened. So how about Georgia? Georgia. Let's see. Georgia's on haunted mansion. So we are, we're we're, we're back on that haunted ish as the kids say. Now here's what I want to know, because the, the one state that it took us almost three years to get a single download from, I want to know what their opinion is. Wyoming. Ooh, Wyoming. Big thunder mountain railroad, which I guess feels (laughs) appropriate. I I think it makes sense. All right. Sure. We don't have to go through all 50. Listeners, let us know. Do you have any more you want to know? The gold rush was over that way. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) Are you saying that there's gold in them dar hills? There's gold in them dar hills. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Hey, uh, how about uh, Maryland? (laughs) Maryland. We are going to the Terrapin State, and they are fans of pirates. Okay. Oh, good. We got a different one, so that's good. They do have a lot of seafood. That's (laughs) true. They do. It's pretty killer. Crabs. Killer crabs. <laughs> I would like, watch that movie. <laughs> sounds like a good old movie that you might see on the screen at the Sci-Fi Dine-In Theater. <laughs> right. Mm. I'm, I'm, I'm good. Yeah, that's that's awesome. That was good. A good topic of conversation, Landon. So let me run through some of the more unique answers, if yes. you don't mind. Do it. Uh, real quick, looking at it, both Alaska and Arkansas, Enchanted Tales with Belle. Oh. Enchanted. I mean, t- wow. Yeah, right? That's unbelievable. They're number one. Did they get one response? Yeah, it had to be. (laughs) Yeah, it comes from the one guy that happens to live in both Alaska and Arkansas. (laughs) Uh, Delaware, kind of surprising me with Country Bear Jamboree. Delaware? What are you doing, Delaware? Do they have legal weed there? That might explain it. (laughs) Country Bear (laughs) Jamboree, my number one. That's the only thing I want to do when I go to Walt Disney World. By the way, apparently Delaware, you've got a southern accent now. (laughs) Them country. Well, by the way, okay, so now it makes a little more sense because people in Delaware, maybe they're not as exposed to Southern culture. And so they're yeah. like, is this what people in the South are like? Every time yes, I- we all have singing bears that perform for us <laughs> right. nightly. Every time I think of Delaware, I think of Wayne's World. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. <laughs> oh, we're in, in Delaware. Delaware. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Delaware. <laughs> okay. Let's see. What's another, another one? one that stood out for me? Uh, and. I think that, yeah, this is the only list that chose uh, Tower of Terror, New Hampshire. Well, they get it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They get Good it. Good on you. Let's see. New Hampshire, uh, our friends, uh, I bet Nate and Serena were responsible for that. They're the only ones. <laughs> Well, good job, Nate and Serena. And uh, everything else pretty much plays out to chalk. Uh, the one state that did choose Expedition Everest, Rhode Island. Wow. That's weird. So, so uh, yeah. That's that's been our breakdown of the fifty states top ten attraction thingamajigs. Rhode Island has much better taste than um, Virginia, is what we've learned. Mm-hmm. And Delaware. And Delaware. And Alaska and Arkansas. And Alaska. 
Enchanted, Enchanted Tales with Bale. I mean, Bale. I do that Bale? too. It's it's a, it's a tough turn of phrase. Enchanted Tales Enchanted. with Bale. Yeah, Enchanted Tales with Bell. It's two go. different sayings of that L sound. So you've got tail and bell, and I do it too. I have to slow myself down. It's like Enchanted it's like, Tales with Bale. It's like when I say uh, real world, I have to really think about it. Oh, oh right. and then when you add the road rules challenge. Oh, in that's there, even too. worse. Oh my God, yeah. You just sound drunk, which Real I mean, world is appropriate rules. because I'm like drunk 60% of the time anyway. So. <laughs> Enchanted Tales with Bell. Enchanted Tales with Bell. Like, <laughs> Stephanie, let's go see Enchanted Tales with Bell. Hey, now, now, now we're, we've just gone too far. You're going without us? You're <laughs> me, me and Steffers. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. We have to call her Steffers, not Stephanie. Stephers. Yeah, Stephanie. You call her Stephanie. Encha- oh, totally, totally. Ew. <laughs> Okay, now you just turned into Jimmy Fallon. I'm Jimmy Fallon. Okay, I'm having a good time. <laughs> Everybody having a good time out there. Um, Tip your waitresses. Yeah, I was gonna say that uh, I love this sort of thing. I like when we get to incorporate the Monorail fam in these conversations, and so we need to we need to figure out more ways to do this. That's mm-hmm. fine. We can if we want to. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> no, no. I I said it last week. Part of the fun of doing this show is talking with uh, y'all and, and and our listener group. The fam, as Jay likes to uh, call it. So we'll uh, we'll try and come up with some more stuff to uh, get you interacting with the show. And if uh, you happen to miss the Facebook post and you're listening to this episode and you're screaming at your podcast device, how we're all wrong. List your top ten in the in the, in the Facebook group as well. And uh, who knows? Maybe in future episodes we'll run over them too. Yep. We'll run them over. Yeah, we'll we'll read them and then also run them over with our opinions. Yes, mm-hmm. and then we will physically run them over. I'll print off your comment <laughs> in my printer that I'll have to unpack, and then I'll put it in the streets and back up over it. Yeah, we're going to kill trees for a bit. It'll be hilarious. Yep. That's our dedication to a bad bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, very good, very good. And by the way, for those of you who want to join that Monorail fam, again, that's on Facebook, and that is the Morning Monorail Family Group. And all you have to do, just ask to join. You will be approved. I appreciate we got a, um, a lot of new joiners this week. So uh, welcome to the fam. And, and that's where a lot of the interaction comes from that we pull into this show. I definitely, we get some from Twitter too, but I think that it's much easier to kind of pull from what, what's going on in the Monorail fam on Facebook. So please join over there. There may be a place in the future where there are going to be some other outlets for you to, to sound off and join. But for now, that Monorail fam's where it's at. So do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you want to represent the Monorail family outside of Facebook and social media, you can head over to, uh, to the T Public store, mm-hmm. get your very own morning Monorail merchandise. Speaking of tongue twisters, Enchanted Tales with Bill. Uh, you can get T-shirts, masks, stickers. Like throughout this entire episode, I've been getting my hydrate on and I've been doing so in my water bottle with the morning Monorail sticker on it. So if you want to be cool like me, and Jay and Sam to a lesser extent, head over to the Tee Public store, tpublic.com, then search for Morning Monorail and get your very own merch right there. They're always running like 30% off sales yeah. too. So so keep an eye out for that and you can look good and save money all at the same time. Yeah, there's there's always great sales going on, especially when, when we launch a new logo or design. And we've got a couple that we have to work on. One of them is people are demanding a lobster roll shirt. <laughs> so <laughs> I love the fact that a throwaway line from news from me last week is like, oh God, now we gotta come up with a logo. Yeah. So we gotta work on a lobster roll shirt. I think we got to have a people's champion people mover shirt at some point that probably mm-hmm. is gonna bring in some of the rock designs, maybe a little bit of a Brahma Bull inspiration. 
Ooh, I like it. Yeah, and then uh, we had another one um, that we were going to do, um, and I can't remember it now, but all these were suggestions on the Facebook group. So uh, we'll, we'll throw some new things up there. Of course, don't forget, you can get your very own Godfather of Chicken Nugget shirt or mask if you want landing on your face. Mm-hmm. Ladies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we got the uh, the new logo, uh, the Monorail Fam shirt, uh, the classic logo, I guess mm-hmm. we can call it, and also hashtag Save the Muppets. If you want to save the Muppets for only pennies a day, you <laughs> can get your very own merchandise in the Tee Public store. It's so. true. Oh my gosh, there was a guy that did, uh, speaking of uh, uh, TikToks, there was a guy that did a duet with someone playing the Rainbow Connection on banjo, and I don't think, this guy that's doing this is just a voiceover dude, I don't think he's the actual Kermit, but he did a Kermit impression, and he sang Rainbow Connection, almost brought tears to my eyes, because it was perfect. It was actually maybe better than the current Kermit. (laughs) Yeah, that's one of those songs, if if I hear it, I I start crying. Yeah, yeah. it was pretty good, so uh, anyways... Now I'm going to get back to doing my Buster Rhymes challenge on TikTok. Please, please don't. Like, like this is one of these times where it's like, you should be thankful. This is an audio only <laughs> format. There is an accompanying video because I don't think Sam or I are ever going to let that leave <laughs> the recesses of our mind. Just no. haunt us every night. Always. Yeah. <laughs> should we wrap things up for today? Do some yeah, plugs. let's go ahead and wrap things up. Even though we're having a good time, I'm sure we all have stuff to do, except for me, if I'm being completely honest. <laughs> but uh, Monorail family, where can the lovely listeners find you? Well, well, we're at Morning Monorail. Ronald Reagan's coming to do the plugs for us today. Well, <laughs> well, well, you can follow us at Morning Monorail on Twitter. Uh, we're we're Morning Monorail everywhere now. It's it's very simple. Instagram, go to our website, morningmonorail.com. And you can also, I, I do some things on TikTok myself, Justin Monorail. Just look for Justin Monorail on the TikTok. I'm going to do a little more Disney content. If I can get to a thousand followers, I swear I'll do live TikToks in Disney. I'll go live. I'll take you there. So get my follower count up and I'll do it. We're on YouTube. We're everywhere. Morning Monorail. Get on. <laughs> That's not a good tagline. No. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Just that's what came to mind. Don't forget Skelegummy everywhere for Garrett's content too. He's, yeah, he mm-hmm. really wants your follow. What about you, Landon? Oh, uh, L-A-N-D-O-Z, please go follow me, Landon Doan. I'm the best, Landon Doan, not the rest. That's where you can find me, 280 characters at a time on Twitter. I also run a website, buttmuchchips.com, buttmuchchips. Sit on your butt and punch. It's a pod, or the podcast, a website that I own and operate, mo- mostly own and not operate these days. So in lieu of that, head over to the iTunes store and search for Near Fall Radio Podcast on the Sweet Science of Professional Wrestling with uh, myself and my good buddy, Will Rab. We talk about what's happening both in and out of the ring. Uh, we're going to have to uh, coordinate some schedules, uh, and hopefully we'll be able to get a uh, re- report from somebody who was at the granddaddy of them all, WrestleMania 37, night one, uh, would like to get that sooner rather than later and get it into your earballs. But uh, also, I appear on the Phil Show, News Talk 987 WOKI radio station, locally here in Knoxville, Tennessee, streaming 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time at Newstalk987.com, also available in the iHeartRadio app and the News Talk 987 app as well. Very good. I've actually gone live in the Facebook group right now as we're wrapping up the program. So if you are part of the Monorail fam group, you could be seeing this with your very own eyes. But yes, this has been a wonderful episode again. Landon, thank you for driving the bus. We really appreciate it. 
glad to do it. The Pucci era rolls on at least for one more week. We'll see about in the future. And then uh, keep an eye out and an ear out on this uh, podcast feed. Big things might be happening, y'all. Whoop, whoop. Thanks, yeah. everybody. We hope to talk to you again next week. So for the Monorail family, I'm Landon Doan. Thank you so much for listening. This has been an episode of the Monday Morning Monorail. You've been great. We've been the Monorails. Well, they've been the Monorails. I've been Landon. We'll see you next time. Thank you very much, and have a good night. Bye-bye. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for riding with us today. You can find us on the socials at Morning Monorail. The website is morningmonorail.com and the email is mondaymorningmonorail at gmail.com. You can also call our voicemail 407-917-2144. Thank you so much for being part of the Monorail family. We'll see you next time. We did it.